Hi kids, how are you all? It's my great pleasure to celebrate this International Women's Day with you all and share my thoughts on this day. Women are the real architect of the society. As said by Harriet Beecher Stowe, a famous American author, women really do build a society. They build not only themselves but the world community. There cannot be just a day to celebrate a woman. Every day should be a day where we respect the divinity of a woman. International Women's Day is celebrated every year with huge enthusiasm around the world to celebrate the achievements of a woman in social, political, economic and other fields of life. Today, women rule almost in every field of life and work at par with men. We cannot deny that be it at a home or at work, they do it all with so much zeal and as in each one of in their own way. We cannot talk about India's past ruler without the mention of some of India's great queens. These women were not only able and efficient rulers but also great patrons of art and culture. Although some of these rulers were crowned circumstantially post the death of a male heir, this incredible woman proved that they were better leaders, administrators, warriors and guardians of their people than their male counterparts. So this Women's Day, I have collected a three very beautiful story about the three rulers and three famous celebrity of India who are very famous and very well known for their acts. So here with this, I am presenting the very beautiful story about Ahalyabai Holkar. So, before beginning with this, I will tell you who is Maharani Ahalyabai Holkar. Ahalyabai Holkar was the Holkar queen of the Maratha Malwa Kingdom, India. Rajmata Ahalyabai was born in the village of Chondi in Jamkheda, Ahmedabad Nagar, Maharashtra. She moved the capital to Maheshwar, south of Indore on the Narmada River. Ahalyabai's husband, Khandirao Holkar, was killed in the Battle of Kumbar in 1754. Twelve years later, her father-in-law Malhar Rao Holkar died. So, let's know something more than this. How Rani Ahilyabai Holkar was crowned of the Malwa Kingdom. So, let's begin with this from the small story. Look at these beautiful horses and elephants. Prabhupada put them here. Squilled Ahilya. Reluctantly, she tore her eyes away from the beautiful animals. It would get dark soon. She hurried inside the temple and lit a lamp. Ahilya closed her eyes and blowed in a prayer. Little did she know that she was being watched by Malhar Rao. He was the brave and mighty Subedar, a senior Maratha noble of the Malwa prominence. On his way to Pune, he had camped in the village of Chandi in Maharashtra. It was his horses and elephants that Ahalya had admired. She has something special about her. She would make a good bride for my son, Khande Rao. Malhar Rao thought, in those days, marriages happened early. Ahalya was the daughter of the village head, Mankoji Shinde. She hailed from Shepherd family. In those days, girls were not sent to school. Society considered the role of woman as only managing the household and taking care of the family. Educating a girl was not given importance, but Ahalya's father thought differently and taught her to read and write. After Ahalya's Khandirao were married, 
Ahilya went to Indore, which was in the Malwa prominence, as the Hooker family's daughter-in-law. The rest is history. She was destined to become a queen. Let's talk about her life. Ahilya Bai was just 29 years old when tragedy befell her. The Marathas laid siege upon the Kamber fort in Rajasthan, which was then under the Rajput rule. Her husband Khanderao was hit by a cannon ball, and he died on the spot. It was all over in the blink of an eye. Ahilya Bai was devastated, as was the custom of that time. She was prepared to be a sati. At that time, Hindu women were expected to practice sati. jump in their husband's pyre to end her life along with him it was wrongly thought that a woman's life was of no value if she didn't have a man to take care of her sati is now banned in india khanderao had two other wives and they committed sati on his funeral pyre however at the last minute a heartbroken malhar rao stopped ahilya bai i have lost my only son he told her don't jump into the pyre don't leave us now you are like a son to me with his son dad malarao now pinned his hope on ahilya bai he knew that his daughter in law was cleverer and smarter than his son and she would rule malwa ably and wisely so taking over the reins malarao decided that while he would go to battle ahilya bai would look after their kingdom he began training ahilya bai in defense and administration he schooled her on the matters of the state through letters when he would travel On many occasions according to Maratha customs Ahilya Bai had accompanied her husband to the battlefield and she was no stranger to the complexity of planning and waging wars Once Malhar Rao sent a message to Ahilya Bai he wanted her to set up an ammunition factory in Gwalior The factory needed hundreds of workers efficient supervisors and oxen to cart the cannons but it was up and running in no time mostly because of ahilya bai had a special skill of picking the right people for the job so the question is who will be the next subeda 15 years after khanderao's death malhar rao passed away he had been ahilya bai's biggest supporter the peshwas appointed ahilya bai's son male rao as the subeda he was just 21 years old However, the day-to-day administrative duties continued to be performed by Ahilya Bai in her capacity as Malerao's guardian or queen regent. Sadly, Malerao could only be subedar for nine months. He suffered from a mental illness, and in one such a frenzied moment, he killed a weaver. Ahilya Bai didn't shy away from setting up an inquiry against her own son. It was proved that the weaver was innocent. Shocked and ridden with guilt, Malerao died after. soon a long ranger after malerao's death ahilya bai found her kingdom in a grave danger gangobatia ahilya bai's manager conspired with raghobadada peshwe of pune and invited him to maheshwar to take over the reins of ahilya bai's kingdom raghobadada was the uncle of maderao peshwe the 14th peshwa of maharatha empire he had always dreamed of becoming the peshwa and was deeply hurt when he failed to secure the position when gangobatia reached out to him raghubadada jumped at this opportunity he began preparation to go to maheshwar quietly and with great skill once there he planned to challenge ahilya bai and take over the provenance of malwa
he had established everything but ahalya bai had an extensive network of spies who kept her well informed she calmly and promptly appointed her loyal defense aides to koji holkar as a chief of army she then brought to madhira peshwe seeking permission to look after the administration herself she also sent letters to other maratha nobles requesting their support and help of their armies as rakubadada marched on towards maheshwar ahalya bai sent him a message fighting you would not affect me as much as it would affect your prestige if you lose to a woman rakubadada reached ujjain ahalya bai set out to meet him and how she headed a procession of her entire army elephants and horses as she sets out on this epic journey people came out in support and admiration to see their queen in all her beautiful strength and glory this expression of love respect admiration and loyalty by the common people was the true measure of her success madarao peshwa instructed rakhodada to return and permitted ahlyabai to continue the administration of malwa she moved her capital from indore to nearby maheshwar by the banks of the river narmada so all over humility in prosperity ahlyabai was one of the richest ruler in the maratha empire but the hawkers didn't use their kingdom's wealth for personal pleasures rather than a palace she lived in a humble two story at wada ahlyabai used to hold court every day 300 years ago ahlyabai was able to grant rights which even today women have to struggle for she abolished law that forbade widows from owning property and adopting children during her time trade grew and farmers were so happy diplomatic ties depended art music and literature blossomed in the capital it was indeed an ideal kingdom weavers artisans sculptors and artists found support in maheshwar so even today maheshwar is known for its fine cotton and silk clothes weavers found their roots in maheshwar because of ahalya bai's encouragement she set up a textile mill there so fine were their maheshwari weaves that prosperous officers in the peshwa court used to order them to pune so looking beyond good leaders are able to plan for the future ahalya bai was one of the first few nobles to realize the danger of the british monarchy she understood that the british fought differently from the indians and recruited a french commander into her army he trained our platoons in the european style of warfare in 1772 she wrote to the peshwas warning them about the danger of getting too close to the british monarchy in her letter she also wrote a tiger can be killed by using a trap or a physical force but a bear has the capacity to hug us and tickle us to our death but the indian kings nobles and generals were so busy fighting among themselves that nobody had the foresight to unite against the british ahalyabai was pained to see this ahalyabai passed away in 1795 she was 70 years old to honor her legacy the indian government released a stamp with her name in 1996 an award in her name is given by a social organization in indore to individuals working for public betterment the airport at indore is also named devi ahalyabai airport in her memory the university of indore is also named devi ahalyabai vishwavidyalaya after her so this is all about ahalyabai a woman ahead of her times 
Ahilya Bai's greatest sorrow continued to remain the irony that her daughter jumped into the funeral pyre and become a sati upon the death of her husband, Yashwantrao Phase. This Indian queen was one of the most capable female rulers and her contribution to developing Indore from a village to a city is still remembered. However, her most important accomplishment is considered the construction of the Kasi Vishwanath temple which was raised on the order of Emperor Aurangzeb. So this is a small tribute poem to Ahalya Bai Horkar. For 30 years her region of peace, the land is blazing did increase and she was blessed by every tongue, by stem and gentle, old and young. Yeah, even the children at their mother's feet are thought such homely rhyming to repeat. In later days, from Brahma came to rule our land, a noble dame. Kind was her height and bright her fame, and Ahalya was her honored name. So this is all about Ahalya Bai. I hope you all liked it and love it. So let's meet tomorrow with the new story about the new woman who led the India and who ruled the India. Till that, goodbye, good night, and do take care of yourself.